Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT. It's Thursday, and that means Christian McCollum talking a little Notre Dame football recruiting from OurSportsDaily.com. We were just talking off the air, Christian, a uh, a very busy last week or so between, I mean, like if you go back, you had the commitment of Braylon James, then we had the Blue Gold game, and we've had some commitments since then, it uh, it's really kind of picked up the pace here a little bit in the last week or so, hasn't it? Yes, it sure has, and this <laughs> really is kind of what we expected, you know, with the Marcus Freeman era. You know, we'll find out, you know, how they do successfully coaching on the field, but we, yeah. we really expected a, a lot of energy and a lot of passion and a lot of dedication to recruiting, and that, that's what's bearing out right now. Yep, and so last night, the latest commitment, four-star defensive lineman Bubakar Traore, uh, he committed – He's someone whose name it doesn't seem like we've maybe heard a lot of before this commitment. What can you kind of tell us about him? Yeah, so he's on Notre Dame's radar for quite some time. And one way to describe it is he was on – Notre Dame's been trying to get him to visit so long that the guys that were really trying to get him to visit were Mike Elston and John McNulty. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So, you know, he committed. He made a very early commitment to Boston College, the hometown school, and Notre Dame was trying to get him on campus for a, a – camp last summer um he tried to but he didn't really get it ironed out and, and talking to some people around him at the time it seemed like he was set with bc but i think that at the time they were probably just saying that's trying to protect the home school um but you know notre dame stayed on him stayed on him eventually last month he announced he, de- he was decommitting from bc wasn't a huge shock but you know it was definitely a pivotal point in his recruiting process and you know it was obvious right then notre dame went in heavy they said they wanted him. Um, you know, he said that Notre Dame was a school he wanted to visit. What other schools you want to visit? I don't know. BC. You know, there's really no one else involved besides <laughs> Notre Dame. Um, and a lot of it has to do with Al Washington, right? So um, when, when Al Washington came on board here, that's when this recruitment really took to another level. And, you know, Bubakar just told me, you know, he's just someone that you can get, get a good bond with. Um, you know, he's on top of me. He talks to me every day. We talk about a lot of different stuff, not just football. So um, Coach Washington was able to get him to, you know, consider Notre Dame stronger. Um, he eventually made the decommitment from BC, visited Notre Dame this week, um, and yeah, pulled the trigger. I mean, he, he's a big time guy. I mean, Notre Dame is, they're that interior of the defensive line is really being built up. You know, between Brennan Vernon, um, you know, Brandon Davis Swain, 2024 kid committed over the weekend, um, and now Bubakar, and so it's going to be stacked in there. And you know, like you said, he's not a kid that you know. Notre Dame fans were have been salivating for months, uh, but he's a kid that has you know NFL potential. So a real good get here for Notre Dame and, and Al Washington. And Harry Heastan locked up his first offensive line commit, Sam Pendleton, as well earlier this week. Correct. We talked about that last week, where I yep. had said you know coming out of Pendleton's visit to Notre Dame, I wasn't sure how to you know splice everything in terms of he only needed one visit to go to Notre Dame. Was that good? 
or bad for Notre Dame. And then, you know, like I said last week, it was pretty obvious after uh, a week of talking to sources that it was a good thing for Notre Dame. And, you know, like we said, this is just a kid that really, really feels tradition. He likes tradition. He likes the way Harry Heastan runs his room in the fact that all of those offensive linemen are a unit. They do everything in one. And he really, really is serious about academics. Uh, he wants to major in engineering. Um, Notre Dame had a chance to show him. Look at Sam Mustfer majoring in engineering here. We got other guys majoring in engineering on the team right now. Sam told me he hadn't seen that anywhere else he'd been. Um, and really, you know, it was just a, I think the East Coast schools were hoping he'd stay home. But this is a kid and his family, uh, they really wanted to just do what was best for him. They weren't going to let, you know, location play a role in that. So, like when you say other schools he hadn't seen, you know, guys majoring in engineering, is that basically to say that, you know, schools were kind of steering guys away from hard majors at some other places? Is that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that that's commonplace. I really do think that's commonplace. Okay. And I mean, you know, even even Notre Dame at times. I mean, I don't think you have. Very I mean, many I understand. That, yeah, but. that that play football in in major in architecture at Notre Dame. You know, that's a a real you know tough one there. And sometimes it just doesn't really line up. But yeah, there's you know, football coaches as much as they want their kids to graduate and they want them to become better young men and all that stuff. And that that's all true for the most part. Uh, you know, they, they prefer their kids, you know, have some ability to really, really focus on football. And some yeah. of these, some of these majors don't really allow that. So interesting. Yeah. Drew Tranquil was another engineering guy off the top of my head. So, mm -hmm. all right, Christian McCollum, irisportsdaily.com. So a lot of visitors, obviously last weekend, we talked about what talked about, you know, last week, what a big visitor weekend it was going to be. So let's just kind of hit some of the guys, uh, that, that were in town, last weekend Braylon James the kid from Austin who committed the wide receiver I think we talked last week about how he was working on the other Austin kid Jaden Greathouse uh and he was in town any uh any kind of word on how things went with him yeah I think it's interesting you mentioned Braylon James because you know they're really close Braylon and Jaden and that kind of is a bit of a draw to Jaden but Braylon was not on campus this weekend which he wasn't supposed to be um but Jaden still really 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 felt like he hit home um, with the other recruits that were there. And I think somehow that's like a positive that Braylon wasn't there because, you know, if you go and visit a school with your buddy, you're going to be with your buddy all the time and you may, may not get to know the other people. But since he was there on his own, for the most part, he got to know the other kids and know that he fit in. The other guy that made a huge impact here was Chancey Stuckey. Um, he really, really felt like, you know, that's a kid, that's a guy that can develop him as a coach. Um, and, you know, we'll probably go through this a lot of these guys, but Greathouse is coming back. He's already set an official visit to come back June 10th. That's going to be a major visit weekend for Notre Dame. He's coming back, and, you know, he's only got official visits scheduled to Oklahoma and South Carolina. Um, Texas is really a school to watch here. Um, I think he can, you know, obviously lock in an official there anytime he wants. But this could be a Notre Dame-Texas battle, and the fact that he has a Notre Dame official set and a Texas official not set – uh, you know, I don't know if you can read too much into that, but it's definitely, you know, it's good for Notre Dame. And so he's, he's serious about Notre Dame's interest. This was his first time here. Uh, and, you know, they made a huge impression. Another wide receiver in town as well, Pennsylvania wide receiver Rodney Gallagher. This is the kid that's electric. He is a dynamic player with the ball in his hands. There's not a lot of film of him playing receiver. Um, he plays Wildcat quarterback for the most part. They just snap the ball and let him go, uh, kind of the way my son's 11-year-old football team used to do it. <laughs> just put the best kid back there, give him the ball, watch him go. That's right. Um, 
we were kind of hearing mixed things and coming into the visit for the last month or so, right? It seemed like, you know, I, I don't, he had said he was going to visit and then he said he wasn't or, or he said he would visit, but he didn't lock in visits. And sometimes, you know, my boss at Irish Sports Daily, Mike Frank, always says, watch what they do, not what they say. So the fact that he was kind of scattering that visit was a little bit concerning. Um, and it was like, you know, come into this visit. Let's see what, what, how it goes. It went marvelously by all accounts um he's a kid that really really enjoyed himself liked the coaches impressed with the campus another guy that had fun with all the other kids that are around he too will be back june 10th for that official visit weekend okay um he's also going to take officials to west virginia and oklahoma state um penn state is a school here he's got an unofficial coming up to penn state i'm sure he'll take an official to penn state uh but he's a kid that to you know penn state notre dame could be this battle um, and he's a summer decision kid. He'll probably have his decision made by July. All right. And then another skill position guy running back out of Washington, Jaden Lamar. And I believe he's kind of been one of their one of their top targets in this 2023 class, hasn't he? Correct. Yes, he's a guy that we think um, will ultimately commit to Notre Dame okay. um, at some point. We felt that way for a while now. This was his second visit to Notre Dame. Um the thing with him, he's he's already you know he's already checked some boxes like we'd say. Um, he's been there. He knows the game the game day experience. Checked that. Knows what Notre Dame football is about. Understands the academics. Um, he likes the coaches. This was his first time to spend a lot of time with Delane McCullough in person. Um, also, with Coach Freeman as the head coach. Um, but the thing that really hit him this week was they showed him how he would fit both on and off the field. So they're basically telling him he can play a similar role to Kyron Williams played. Um, where they can hand him the ball, they can throw the ball. You know, he's kind of got that same, you know, similar build. Um, so that makes sense. And then, you know, they told him about how he would fit in at Notre Dame just, you know, personality-wise. And I think he really sees that, getting a chance to be around all those guys. Um, so, again, he too is expected to be back for that June 10th weekend. Um, and, you know, I think he's going to take a couple more unofficials here soon, cut down his list, then take officials, then have a decision, um, and you know I think he has some officials in mind, but right now the only one we know of is that Notre Dame one. Now I saw part of an article that you had about how Notre Dame has you know knocked it out of the park with this recruiting blue gold weekend, and Caleb Downs from Georgia, the safety, was part of that article. So that sounds like good news with him as well. Yes, so he's a kid, and we talked about him last week before the visit. I mean, an elite-level player, right? So elite, just think about this is a kid that, you know, they would make room for regardless. Um, from Georgia, mentioned it before, his brother's a receiver at North Carolina, did some damage against Notre Dame. A very, very measured kid, right? He's a pretty cool customer, doesn't get too high, you know, doesn't get overly excited about stuff. But he's been to Notre Dame three times now, three unofficial visits to Notre Dame. Um, a lot of times you'll see these kids from, you know, call it SEC country. Uh, they get offered by Notre Dame. They think it's cool. Oh, yeah, I'm serious about academics. Um, I'm going to go out and check it out. You know, they go out there, take the tour of Notre Dame, and they find out, mm, you know, not for me or, you know, I just wanted to check out Notre Dame. Coming back multiple times, that's a, that's a real sign of serious interest. At the same time, it's hard, you know, nobody really thinks, oh, this kid's definitely coming to Notre Dame or Notre Dame's the leader because they're battling, you know, the top schools, you know, they're, they're Georgia, Clemson, you know, those schools are the ones that are going after this kid. Uh, but he really, really likes what Notre Dame offers opportunity-wise after football. And that's really hitting home for him. He told me that's why he continues to come back. He was kind of wishy-washy about scheduling an official visit. Would he do it? Maybe, maybe not. I know he's scheduled an official visit to Georgia already. Um, but, you know, 
wouldn't be shocked to see him on that same June 10th weekend. All right. Christian, there were obviously a lot of guys in last weekend for Blue Gold, and we talked about Pendleton, the offensive lineman, already just a few minutes ago. Some other offensive linemen, obviously, part of the weekend as well. Who are maybe the ones you know they, they, they come out of the weekend with the best feelings about? Yeah, so there's three main guys that, that were on campus this weekend in terms of 2023 class, um, and they're all kind of at varying levels of their recruitment. Um, so Austin Cerevelde is a guy we've talked about, the Ohio guy that people expected to be committed by the Buckeyes to the Buckeyes by now, and he hasn't been in like downs. He's continually kept coming back to Notre Dame for visits. That's going to be over now, right? He's making his announcement next Wednesday. That certainly seems like it's down to Ohio State and Notre Dame. Still a very tight race. If you had to give the edge of someone, probably give it to Ohio State. But, you know, similar to Downs, there's obviously something that intrigues him about Notre Dame. Um, Sullivan Absher is a kid from North Carolina who was on campus. You know, he came with his mom this time after coming with his dad previously. I think that's key. Um, and from everything I can tell, you know, that really, really impressed. Both of his parents were really, really impressed with Notre Dame. He wants to have a decision soon, I've been told. Uh, like in a matter of weeks, maybe even sooner than that. Uh, it looks like a Notre Dame-Clemson battle here. I think a lot of people thought Clemson led, you know, coming out of a visit to Clemson a couple weeks ago. I didn't get that sense. And now I, I actually feel even better about Notre Dame's chances here. Um, so he's a kid that could pop within the next couple weeks. And then you got South Carolina offensive lineman Monroe Freeling, another elite-level kid on the, on the level of downs. Um, he's been back. This was his third trip. Um, really, really enjoyed it. He's a kid that Notre Dame's going to have to battle Clemson for, and he's a kid that's really going to take his time from what I'm told. Wouldn't be surprised to see him go all the way into the season with this. Um, so Notre Dame's in a good position, but this is going to be a long, long journey here with Freeling. Okay, interesting. Now, I've probably asked you different versions of this question over the last few months, but I, I think now when you look at this, what the 2023 class is right now, it's rated number one, but it is defense-heavy. Uh, they finally got their first offensive lineman. I believe it's a wide receiver, a running back, and a tight end who are part of this class right now in terms of offensive skill type guys. So do you do you have a sense right now that that you know this staff that they've got is is gonna kinda, you know, they they reeled in Braylon James last week, so that's a start for them, you know, with the wide receiver. But do you have a sense that that they're gonna be more successful? in the near future, you know, with those offensive skill position type guys? I do. I think that they're in very, very good position. They already have Cedric Irvin Jr. at running back. I think I said they're very good position with Lamar. And then, you know, adding on to James, they feel really confident about this wide receiver board they have. And okay. it's, it's, it's kind of like large enough and they got enough where it's hard to say, oh, they'll get this guy, this guy, and this guy because it's bigger than that. Um, but Rico Flores is a guy that they're really going to continue going after. He's kind of seems like an Ohio State lean, uh, but Notre Dame's getting in there with him. Um, you know, we've talked about Gallagher and Greathouse. Right. Really good chances with those guys. Those guys are top, top guys. Um, and then another kid that's, you know, we've talked about before, it's got a lot of versatility, is Ronan Hannafin, uh, a kid from Massachusetts mm. who's being recruited as a receiver but could ultimately play safety. Um, and Tyler Williams from Florida is another guy to keep your eye on. He hasn't got a ton of buzz, uh, but it seems like he's been expressing some serious interest in Notre Dame. All right. Sounds great. Christian McCollum, great stuff as always. IrishSportsDaily.com, Notre Dame football recruiting. You'll find more there as well. Tell everybody what else you can find there at ISD right now. 
Yeah, so uh, on Friday we'll have our weekly ISD Intel where we kind of, you know, really, really dissect uh, everything that's happened throughout the week. So we'll really go over even more depth. Uh, the wide receiver board there will have a Dante Moore update in there, um, Ooh, even yeah. a little basketball stuff. Um, and then, you know, obviously the NFL draft is tonight. I heard I can't wait to hear the rest of Sean's uh, three-round mock draft that I'm sure <laughs> yeah, he has. That's right. That's right. Everybody <laughs> so, in the brothers uh, got a, a mock draft right now. I so. just was upset you stopped it at 12. Um, and then uh, Matt Freeman will be covering all that draft stuff. Um, and then we'll just have a you know, ton of uh, recruiting stuff throughout the rest of the week. All right. Sounds great. Thanks. Enjoy the draft tonight. Do you have a Cal Hamilton prediction for tonight by any chance? You know what? I think I think someone trades up and gets him, or Ooh. someone one of those one of those teams um, that you, you were going over that could take him takes him. He's just a freak, man. I, I, I know. don't care about his forty time. He, I know he's, he's just a freak. But you know, I know you have him going to Minnesota, and you know, I don't know Notre Dame safety Minnesota Vikings. Has that ever worked out before? It's kind of, you know. I yeah. think he'd fit right in there with Harrison yep. Smith. You know, nice little segue to for uh, for Kyle Hamilton. I think there are worse places he could go. Bears fans might not sure. like it around here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All, right. All right, take it easy, right. Christian. We'll talk Thanks, to you Sean. later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Christian McCollum from irishsportsdaily.com. We'll take a timeout. More Budweiser's weekday sports beat is coming up. I'll tell you what happened with the White Sox and Royals just a little bit ago. And Bobby Hensley coming in. To uh, do some rapid fire, we've got a lot of NFL draft talk in the 6 o'clock hour tonight. That's coming up on Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 